0: You're listening to the Baha'i World News Service.
1: During recent consultations at the Baha'i World Center on the development of Baha'i communities, a few attendees who work closely with Baha'i Houses of Worship in Uganda and Kenya sat with the new service to share their perspectives and insights about how these temples are enriching community life.
0: My name is Samuel mangi I come from Kenya and uh, it's about two to three years from when the local house of worship in Matunda Soy was dedicated. And so it's, a, it's an interesting conversation um, that I'm looking forward to having around what a house of worship is, how it engenders um, the aspects of worship and service, and maybe dissect that a, a little bit more.
1: And my name is Patricia Odiambo Senoga from Uganda, I'm very, very happy to be at the World Center and also be part of such a an amazing conversation.
2: And I am uh, Charles Anglin from Uganda, and I live uh, near a house of worship a house of worship is is a place that belongs to the community it's a place where people come to meet and gather and to to collaborate and it's a place where people come to think about how to 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 serve their communities or to to address the needs of their community and it's also a place where people come to to pray together and and to seek uh, assistance from from their creator
0: The house of worship, uh, we see these, uh, the central edifice uh, or the main, the main building that is dedicated to the worship of God. And so uh, when people come in, it's open to everyone. When people come in, then they, they go in to pray and to meditate. Um, and uh, in, the, in the house of worship, then, um, it's not a place where you come to have meetings. You can have those in other buildings around it, but within the house of worship itself, uh, within the central edifice, this is dedicated to the worship of God. And it's where the souls, are all we as humans, can communicate with our, our, our Creator. It's a, it's a place where you, you can have that connection, but it's, it doesn't mean that that is the only place where we, we can pray and meditate. There are many communities in the world where we do not have our house of worship, but that spirit of the house of worship finds expression when we meet in our homes, we invite friends, and we come together and say prayers together, we uh, reflect on the holy writings together, and then in these settings, then we can also be able to start reflecting on some of the problems around us.
1: So you you just reminded me, you know, we're talking about this aspect of uh, carrying the spirit of the house of worship to even communities that don't necessarily have the structure. So there's this experience in uh, one community. So this is a a community that has uh, very close families together, different families. But there was an interaction issue for some reason, and some of them were even generational. You know, you don't know why you're not... Um, working with your neighbor or friends with your neighbor, but it's because of your auntie or your uncle from the previous generation. I don't know. There was this thing carried on for no good reason. Mm -hmm. But it was very interesting. Always the children, you know, cut across these differences. They always play together. But for some reason, the adults could not associate. So then um, when the the concept of this community building, worship and service started to, um, should I say, embrace this, this village where these uh, families were, I remember initially the idea was to have prayers, to come together. And there was one person at the forefront really trying to hold conversations with different families and saying, you know, let's gather at this home. And, you know, some of the, the friends would be like, is it in that person's home? <laughs> and you'd be like, I'm not coming. You know, I, I cannot attend that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the, there was a bit of, you know, back and forth and reflection or so. How do we assist these friends overcome, you know, these kinds of uh, unhealthy relationships? So, but the devotional space went on. And one thing we have also learned about these spaces of, of prayer or, you know, delving into the creative word of God is they are portals of growth. So given from the um, meaningful conversation that unfolds, there is a lot that can, um, should I say, manifest into service. So one of the things that uh, came out from that space as uh, different families started to pray together Mm -hmm. was thinking about how can we systematically build our own capacity Mm -hmm. to be able to serve our own uh, communities. And so there is this material, you know, uh, called Reflections on the Life of the Spirit yeah. that they decided to take time to go through. So it was very interesting for this one home where the lady refused to attend because her fellow lady and, I don't know, in-law is attending. So when the ladies gathered, they gathered right in the compound, and these homes were really close, mm-hmm. but they would gather in the compound to go through this material. And so she would see all of them quite engaged in it, and she really wants to be part of but. It's the relation, you know, she has this hindrance. So she would always just sit, you know, outside and just listen. But she's not part (laughs) of it. She's just listening. And then slowly every day she just, you know, gets a little closer. (laughs) And I think at one point she's like, you know, I I think she reflected and said, I really love the conversations unfolding and I would really love to be part of this. So she showed up. You mm. know, and she said, I want to be part of that. You know, as they engage in this material, there's a lot of topics they, they, they engage with, you know, thinking about how do you relate with your neighbor, you know, concepts of why it's important to be truthful, why it's important to, you know, to pray together. Yeah. And you would find that even when they gave examples, the examples were always among each other. You know, just like this person is not truthful or this <laughs> other person's animals came to my garden and ate my... <laughs> microbes, you know, such things. But um, very interesting. By the time they, they almost completed this material that they were going through, the attitudes drastically changed and you could literally see the transformation and the harmony now. When you find, uh, it was actually mainly the women mm-hmm. from these families that really had uh, the opportunity to attend consistently. But when you see the harmony and the friendship today, you almost don't believe the story before, mm-hmm. because they are so close together and they're always thinking about the well-being of each other. And I remember there was another experience when one of them got really sick at night and uh, it was the, 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 the other women in the neighborhood that you know gathered the resources to ensure that they assisted her to get to the hospital. That wouldn't have happened you know, a few months back, really. They wouldn't even have been aware that one of them was not well. But to see that bringing, you know, this um, spirit of the house of worship closer and closer to the communities can have such a greater impact and impact on the relationships of uh, families, of individuals. So it's just um, such a beautiful uh, transformation to see yeah, yeah, And so, of course, it didn't stop with, with, with them. You know, once they could see or feel and be part of that transformation, then they wanted to replicate this
0: mm-hmm.
1: in their own village. So then they started to hold these conversations with their friends. So we saw that naturally grow. And the number of friends who now attend the devotions has grown. And then at the, on one point the men started to ask, so when are we having the men <laughs> gathering? <laughs> so now they, they felt like they were being left behind, but yeah. now they're also part of those efforts. So, yeah, that, that, that's a beautiful experience.
0: Are are they still left behind? (laughs) No, No, they are not.
1: No, they are not. So now it's it's more now like the family unit, you know, trying to, to move that. So now we see the children having their own gatherings, you know, exploring about this spiritual education and these qualities that are essential for their own growth. We see the younger generation of youth also doing the same. But to see their own parents also at the forefront of this and trying to see that they overcome all those uh, misunderstandings and really deciding that at the end of it all, love and harmony is, is the way forward.
0: I'm curious uh, if Charles could talk a little bit more about the design. Mm -hmm. Um, You you mentioned how friends ask, Why are you building these beautiful structures? Um, uh, If you could talk a little bit more about this in the context of Uganda.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, when we think about the house of worship as a place that belongs to everyone, whether it's children, youth, uh, men, and women. And uh, it, it becomes like a home for the community, and it's a place where, uh, as they meet together and they consult together, or talk together, and and pray together, then uh, uh, new new patterns of of of, uh, of life begin to emerge. So, for example, um, uh, if uh, if you think about the children and the way uh, the way they're treated in society, and usually they they are invisible at the house of worship in Kampala uh the as part of the program for prayers the children yeah. are invited to come up to the front and say their prayers and uh, it really helps them see how they can contribute to 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 their community uh, in spite of 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 their size or their their age and uh, in many ways, it's, uh, it, it builds on a culture that we have in society. So for example, in, in Uganda, they say that uh, when children beat a drum, then the adults dance. Mm-hmm. And it helps us uh, think about how different segments of our communities are all part of this community and what they bring to to, uh, to this community and how the house of worship is that place where all of this comes together. Uh, maybe another example is from Kenya, where uh, recently they had, uh, a few days ago, they had a gathering for over three hundred elderly people above the age of sixty yeah. and uh, The reason the community organized this space was to to really appreciate the elderly and again this is uh, this is an aspect of culture in which we we, we think about uh, those who have come before us and who have who have who have laid the foundation. foundation. Uh, on which we stand and to appreciate their contribution and 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 to to be conscious that they are they are, just because they are elderly doesn't mean they no longer have sing, have something yeah, to give yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so in uh, this idea that the house of worship uh, brings together every every uh, every uh, every um, segment segment of society every yes. every stage of life every and really, to to begin to to think about how uh, each uh, each and every every one of us can can contribute to this process of working together, to as opposed to to doing things in isolation. Yeah.
0: design of the house of worship uh, reflects what is um, uh, all fits in with uh, with the environment uh, and fits in with the culture of the people so for example in many african communities uh, people would gather uh, around a tree under a tree and and uh, pray and uh, to this day there are certain trees that are protected uh, for this reason Maybe you could say something about that around the House of Worship in Kampala, all the one in Kenya.
2: Uh, so in, in Kenya there is uh, this fig tree uh, that the community always used to meet around, and the House of Worship was built next to it. And similarly, in Uganda we also have uh, this large tree in front of the House of Worship that was there before the House of Worship, and people would come to meet under it, but also to pray. and. I think this is uh, sort of uh, a reflection of this uh, this uh, need of human beings to connect, but uh, they need a place where they can meet and connect, yeah. and uh, and it it is a place where they feel comfortable. It's a place that is beautiful, and the houses of worship are expression of that of that place, and uh, they are designed to 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 to. Uh, to fit as naturally and, uh, and harmonize as naturally as possible in, in the landscape. So for example, in Uganda, the colors and, and the shape uh, uh, make the house of worship resemble a hut, which is very much in keeping with, uh, with the structures in which people live in, in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So in many ways, the house of worship can take different forms. It can mm-hmm. be a building. Uh, such as the ones that have been built, it can be a tree under which people gather it can it can express itself in a home in which people come together to meet to pray and to think about how can we how can we uh, uh, contribute to the needs of our community so and as people as people meet and pray together and work together, then uh, uh, a new pattern of life begins to take shape. Mm-hmm so people begin to to get to know each other better to build stronger bonds of friendship to get to understand uh the different uh, challenges that they are facing as individuals as families as communities and to think about how do we how do we work together to overcome these challenges so maybe for example in certain communities uh there there's uh, uh the access to education is not uh, is not so uh, straightforward so uh, a community, or a family, or a group of people might begin to think about how do we, how do we educate our children, mm-hmm. and so the house of worship serves as that, at place where they can think about these things.
0: Then we've talked about prayer in the central edifice, which stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think you see this in every house of worship, dedicated towards service, towards mm-hmm. how we we serve the common good. We we do things that um, help the communities from which we come. There are there some examples from Uganda around um, this this idea of service around uh, the uh, uh, the house of worship, um, and and how that is reinforcing? our ad- understanding of service in our own communities, in our own uh,
2: neighbourhoods. I think maybe a question that's closely related to that is uh, is uh, uh, what what is service? Why is service so important to our development as human beings? What is it about service that brings out the best in us? And I think uh, when you do something for somebody else, uh, uh without expecting anything back then uh mm-hmm. in in many ways you are giving a part of yourself and you are you are strengthening your that relationship it's an expression of love mm-hmm. so it is a way in which uh, as human beings we can grow and develop yeah uh, without 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 uh without uh without service there's no way we can grow and develop uh, through this process, all these all these qualities that define who we are as human beings are our true nature and purpose. For example, uh, patience. You have to be patient when you're serving with mm-hmm. others because we're we're all at different stages in our lives and different uh, stages of growth and development. Mm-hmm. Or when you think about generosity, generosity means you give uh, you give wholeheartedly. You don't give because you expect something. In return, so service is an expression of generosity. Mm-hmm. When you think about uh, 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 developing our, our knowledge, our understanding through acts of service, we we begin to think about how do we do things differently, mm-hmm. and uh, and by doing it together, we begin to develop these qualities together. Mm-hmm. And so then this then this uh, this uh, creates a different uh, way of of. Of, uh, of or a different pattern of life, as as opposed to one in which we we try to do everything as individuals. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So the house of worship is this place where we uh, we begin this journey of learning what it means to build community, and and uh, it is dedicated to that purpose. There, there really hasn't been any other uh, place in society where everyone is welcome and is uh, is uh, is uh, encouraged to come and think about how do we contribute to the well-being. Uh, of, of of everyone, and uh, so the house of worship is unique in that sense, and uh, it uh, it has provided that uh, that uh, that that platform, and and it it as we have we have discussed, it, it finds expression in many ways. It could be a tree, it could be a home, it could be, but at the end of the day, it's uh, it is a it's a it is a, it is a conscious effort to to think about how do we learn about what it means to build community and and to help each other and to, and to love and to, and to serve and to, to be generous and to, to pray.
0: You're listening to the Baha'i World News Service. For more information, visit
2: news.baha'i.org.